0: Um, but yeah going to do some some whitewater rafting and stuff I've been there before back when I was in college um, we used to rock climb there and stuff back in the day but I probably wouldn't do that now
1: because you're so old
0: because <laughs> I haven't done it in yes. so long no, yeah. you know what I mean get back
1: into it. do it get out there the gorge is great my walker's like... right
0: over there if you didn't see
2: In this episode of the Bourbon Hunters, Dude and Brett welcome old forester master taster Jackie Zykan and discuss the second release in the 117 series batch from Warehouse K. And Jackie doesn't miss the chance to make fun of Brett turning 40 next week. But before we get started, let me tell you a little bit about our sponsor, Unicorn Nation Apparel, magical apparel for magical people. Go to their website at www.unicornnationapparel.com or check out the link in our bio for some awesome Bourbon Hunters exclusive bourbon shirts provided by Unicorn Nation Apparel. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us on our hunt for great bourbon. Reward yourself and sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy! Welcome to another episode of the Bourbon Hunters. I'm Duke Poole and I'm joined by Brett Bryan. And today we have on Jackie Zykamp from Old Forester, and uh, we're going to discuss the 117 series, the uh, Warehouse K, uh, second uh, release, right, in the 117 series?
1: Yes, that is correct. Um, This is an exciting one, you know, I, I know the... I feel like I'm being offensive when I refer to them as the bourbon nerds, but the bourbon (laughs) enthusiasts out there in the world have for a long time now really just sunk their teeth into Warehouse K, whether it was through single barrels or what have you. Um, So it was exciting to be able to just sort of gift this out, right? Of like, well, here's what Warehouse K really, when you look at it holistically, this is what it tastes like. So. Well, yeah. total
2: total transparency here. I know Brett and I and Tyler <laughs> as well. We are complete old forester homers. Um, yeah. Uh, we've got some sitting back there just on display that's not even all of them that's just a little representation of what we have but uh so i wanted to let you know um i was actually at louder than life this last weekend and while my wife was getting ready on thursday i just walked down to old forester and they were releasing the president's club or president's choice and uh i was able to grab one of those so i've got one of those here i don't know if you have one or not um but again yeah if uh we might even just jump into that if we have time, but yeah. otherwise, no worries. Um, so, just kind of starting off, I know there's a lot of history with Old Forrester, but, uh, and then you have history, obviously, getting there yourself. Um, a couple of the things I like to, to hear, and just so people who aren't as familiar with you uh, can become familiar from our podcast, is you know, basically your background, how you ended up at Old Forester.
1: Yeah, so um, I didn't grow up knowing what Old Forster was. I'm originally from St. Louis. I am not from Kentucky, um, so I've been here. I, gosh, I like I can't even get the date. Right. I don't even know what year like it is anymore. You know what I mean? Like time is just like a weird wash at this point. But I want to say like twelve years. I guess is is kind of where I'm at here. I I like to think that I've drank enough whiskey to be considered a Kentuckian at this point. So we'll just base it off of that, right? But are you um, in Louisville? Yeah, I am in
0: Louisville.
1: Yes. Okay. So I mean, like, account, like you just you gauge it on whiskey. Yeah. Right. You don't gauge it on time. That's I ridiculous. So I think
2: if you've lived somewhere for five years, you're you're a native at that point.
1: Okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> I don't know. I still I still consider Missouri. You know, the, it will always be home. But um, I don't know. Louisville's fantastic. But. So I obviously, I didn't start out on this path, right? Um, I studied chemistry and biology in college with the full intention of going the medical route. Um, Once I started working during undergrad at a hospital and kind of got to see the, I don't know how to phrase it, the other side of the medical field, if you will, the more business-oriented side of it, it just wasn't for me. Um, And, you know, I'm a firm believer that if you just Pay attention to what makes you happy and go with the flow of it. The world's going to put you where you're supposed to be, no matter what. You'll be just fine. So, um, yeah, I moved to Louisville and uh, got back into bartending. I bartended all through college to you know pay my rent, but just got back into bartending as a way to meet people. Like, there's no better way to get a pulse on a city than to sit down with its civilians across a bar and like see what their day is like. So, um, I I worked way too much. You know, I worked like 90 hour weeks as a beverage director with a, with a group that was based here that had a bunch of different concepts. And I just made friends with a lot of people in the bourbon industry and said yes to every opportunity that came my way to just pick up Shaker for Hire gigs on the side. And one day I got a phone call from someone at Brown Form is like your name came up in a meeting. They need somebody that can understand both the bartender perspective, but also the science behind it. And you would be a really great fit. So I had a meeting with Campbell Brown. We had an old fashioned. He offered me a job and here I am talking to you (laughs) fine folks. (laughs) Old Forester.
2: Couple things. I mean, I think that's awesome. The the bartending background I think is is huge. You can tell that I think in a lot of the offerings, you know, everything from the shapes of the bottles to, you know, the price points of the bottle, they're they're never ridiculous. Maybe your maybe your special offerings are a little more expensive, but you know, like from the Signature 100, which we just absolutely a, love. Yeah.
0: We had a little primer earlier of that. Right.
2: I mean. Nice. But like, it's it's a $22 bottle here in Ohio. So, I yeah. mean, it, it's outstanding. It's won probably three or four of our little blinds that we do every year. Yeah, I think it
0: won three of our blinds yeah. we did. And we had to say like, you can't enter it next year. Like, stop. <laughs> yeah.
2: Because <laughs> it keeps winning. It keeps winning. Um, and it's against some big competition, but for a $22 bottle, we, I mean, we just absolutely love it. Yeah.
0: Someone put a Weller SR in there and it, it beat that out. So in a blind, yeah, it wasn't even, yeah, it didn't even, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean. But you're right, though. I get asked a lot, you know, which one's your favorite? Because there's so many old foresters now and yada, yada, yada. And you love all your kids equally, right? You try to. <laughs> uh, no, um, no. But you got to gauge it on which one, which bottle empties the fastest at your house. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's always the 100 proof, the signature. It's it, it's my daily go-to. It is. It's and it, it's so versatile, awesome, yeah. too,
2: because you can do it in drinks. You can do it, uh, you know, neat, which is generally how we do it. But it goes great in an old-fashioned uh, old as well. So, um, but, like... And he, so I don't Brett's a, a nurse so he's in the medical profession so he kind of understands where you're coming from and I used yeah. to be a bartender yeah. when I lived in England so uh, we kind of got you surrounded on the <laughs> on the uh, professional front there um but so let let's talk a little bit about the 117 series we don't normally go this long without at least uh, talking about what we're about to drink so um so we've got a sample here that was sent to us from uh, from you guys for the uh, one seventeen series so the warehouse k um So tell us a little bit about it compared to, say, the uh, High Angel Share version that came out first.
1: Sure. Yeah. So the High Angel Share was barrels that obviously were too low to, let me explain this. We qualify barrels into the single barrel program based on not just flavor profile and quality, but also they have to have a minimum volume in the barrel in order for us to even process them at all. There's an agitator in the bottom of, a, of the tank where we do our carbon treatment that spins. And if you don't have liquid to reach that agitator level, then you're not going to be able to filter your whiskey. So um, we, therefore, have all these barrels, right, that didn't make it into the program because they either leaked or somebody forgot to plug when they took a sample and someone rolled it. And like that happens, you know, like it's we're all human. Um, So I've got all these barrels sitting in the warehouse (laughs) and the, the warehouse crew eventually is like, you need to clean your room. Like this is getting (laughs) out of hand. There's just stuff everywhere. Like we can't, you got to do something with these, but the flavor profile of low yielding barrels is so oxidized and so complex. There are some of my favorites. So I wanted to be able to capture that and share that with people. We've never done that with old Forester of purposely choosing barrels that had a certain amount of yield or below. And so it's a very concentrated flavor profile in that one. The warehouse K is more balanced and not that the high ownership share isn't balanced to a certain extent, but it's just, it's a different experience. It's texturally very different. Um, and it is a quintessential, this is old forester, right? It's sweet up front, spicy on the back end. It's got a lot of really great heavy fruit notes to it. And it's Uh just, it is a very, very, it's a, it's a bourbon enthusiast bourbon. Like it's just a great showpiece. Um, So we have seven different heat cycled warehouses that we use down in Shively for Old Foe. And um, I would like to be able to fingers crossed, if I can find barrels that are mature on every single floor that haven't been spoken for yet to be able to capture these warehouses to kind of give a peek in this, in this time, in this place, this is what this warehouse was kind of yielding for us. Um, so I don't think you've seen the end of those expressions yet, but I had to start with this one because everyone always clamors over it. Right. So (laughs) give the people what they want.
2: Right. Well, and Mm. I feel like you guys are really good at that. I mean, I love the whiskey row series. I think it's outstanding just from the way that you're using the bourbon to tell a story, kind of the history of the, of the whiskey row and an old forester throughout the years. Mm. I think that's outstanding. And I feel like you're doing a similar thing with these 117 series. I mean, it's not exactly yeah. the same kind of story, but it's it's still telling a story. Like like you said, you know, curtain behind a certain warehouse. You know, getting a glimpse exactly. at it, and you know the the super concentrated, you know, heavy angels share, uh, you know, batch. I guess that I, I I think that's really cool, and I feel like that's something unique in the industry. I mean, everyone's got their little things that they do or yearly releases mm-hmm. and stuff, but I think. I don't know. There's just something really cool about the way you guys decided to do the Whiskey Row and, and these different special releases you're doing. They're just really cool.
0: And sidebar, that 1910 is phenomenal. That's like my go-to. <laughs> I love the freaking 1910. Yeah. And Okay. I availability, See, great minds. Yeah. yeah. Availabilities. Yes. is another reason I, we love them, I think. Yeah. So it was hard to get about a year ago, I think. Or you, yeah. just, you really had to hunt for it. And then whatever you did, thanks for doing that. You made more of them. I don't know. But we get it now very
2: easily. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I'm happy for that. So...
2: Well, I think you guys didn't expect it to sell, right? As much as it did, because it, what did you do? You guessed about the same as the 1920, and then it Correct. outsold that? Yeah. It been then Yes. It's secondary finishing, so they, ha- they, didn't, they had yeah. to wait a little bit. <laughs> well, do you ever do
1: the yeah.
0: 1915, right? That's kind of a...
1: So, okay. <laughs> yeah, let's go down this <laughs> route for a second here. It was something... So, referencing back to when 1910 first launched, and we did base our volumes on that on 1920. And everyone loved 1920. It's the marvelous darling in the family. Surely 1910 won't sell as much as 1920 did. We'll be safe. No, literally (laughs) a month into it, we were out completely out of stock. Um, And it's a seven to nine month finishing period. So you're right. We can't just go pluck more 1910. Like then you have to like shut down the cooperage to make the specialty finishing barrel. And it's just, it's a whole process and you gotta wait. Um, So what we started doing, it's funny. I'm sure, you know, this probably came to fruition in so many different ways and so many different settings all at once, this whole 1915 concept, but it started as a joke. Of like, well, you're not going to be able to get more 1910, so you got to stretch what you have by just cutting it with 1920 because you <laughs> love that too, and it just became this 1915 joke, and now it's like its own thing. It's delicious. Oh, people though. have professional-looking
2: labels is. that yeah. they put on their bottles that say 1915 on it, and it looks like an old Forester yeah. bottle. Like,
0: I mean, I do like it. I mean, it's, it is good. I like it because yeah. the 1920 there's there's some kind of like marshmallow front on it that I get. And then, yes! <laughs> And then when I put oh it with the gosh. 1910, that's also a little sweet. They just pair together very well. It's like a freaking s'mores or something. I don't know how to describe it. So, but. so turn
2: your head no. to the side so she can see the schnoz.
0: Oh, Rets so up. it's. <laughs> I started this Instagram called the People Schnoz because I have this giant <laughs> nose, and I, I feel like I just do all these great his nosing, nosing things. Yeah, his nose is great. And so that's what I do on this: is I just do nosing notes. That's it. And it's usually me like shoving this gla- my nose in this glass. <laughs>
1: No, but you're so spot on. I remember when Chris Morris and I sat down to write the notes for 1920 as we were releasing it, right? You have to do your marketing tasting notes, right? Mm -hmm. Put like out there and whatever. And I was like, this is so, this is s'mores in a bottle. And he said, whoa, 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 you can't say s'mores. (laughs) That appeals to to people under the legal drinking age. (laughs) And I I said, okay, so we're going to write toasted marshmallow chocolate and graham <laughs> cracker in the notes instead so it's funny that you say that but you're right the 1910 has this really great it's a it's an approachable nuttiness to it but a really great chocolate profile to it as well and they just work you know yeah. they just work it's yeah. awesome we're going to we
0: love... have one after this yeah, by, by the way we are,
2: <laughs> <laughs> we are. i agree um, so let's go ahead and nose the 17 yeah. here we've talked so much and we have this is unlike us so we normally have a drink by now
1: that's okay. <laughs> I so you guys haven't tasted it yet, no, correct? No. We poured first? it out probably oh, wow. about
2: twenty minutes ago. Let it you know get to there a little bit, yeah, and then this is our first nosing actually as well.
1: I'm so excited. The pressure on
2: though, right the now. Pressure I, feel. Is on. I, you know, I cannot escape. Why? I cannot escape banana
0: whenever I nose old forester? Yeah, I we just can't. Do you get banana in your product ever?
1: Yeah, of course. Banana is a really great ester note. It comes not just from the proprietary yeast strain that we use, but uh, esters form also in the barrel maturation process from precursors of organic acids that are already there. So it's not always the yeast. It's sometimes a secondary situation, but banana, absolutely. I mean, I would argue you can find banana across the board in all the brown form and stuff, right? Oh, like Jack yeah. Daniels yeah. to me mm-hmm. is like banana laffy taffy. Like if you stretched it and wrapped it around a dill pickle <laughs> and dipped it in honey, Especially that's what Jack Daniels tastes like. barrel
2: selections are oh, even, oh, yeah. they jump off the chart with that too. Those oh, are yeah. Great. And don't get excited with all the science talk. <laughs> so.
0: I'm a closet nerd. I don't like to tell a lot of people. Oh, it's not It's not a closet okay. anymore when you I'm tell telling on everyone po- on the podcast I know, every episode. I know. <laughs> I've been doing like physics training all week. So it's... <laughs> so just
1: you, own it. Okay. I know, take the yeah. closet part out of it. Just own
2: it. <laughs> so, so before we taste this, I, I heard it. I think it was... I, I think I read it in like bourbon Plus, And I think maybe I heard you talk to Fred Minnick about it at one point. But... Tell us about the the vodka blind uh, story. That that's like a legend, oh, like everyone. Lordy. So, we're just yeah. kind of, I guess, give some background and then tell yeah, that yeah. story because that's that's a great story.
1: So, uh, back in my past life as a beverage director, <laughs> I would go to different seminars and tastings and stuff. You know, you're part of the bartenders guild and you go to all these different events. And Tony Aboganum was actually hosting a vodka tasting through one of the distributors here and. It was all blind, totally blind. And he was going through um, just the mash bill technically of each one and talking about that. He never mentioned a brand. I was not a vodka drinker at the time, but when you're a buyer, you taste and smell everything, right? So you're just familiar with it. You're just, you're always there with it. And you get to the end and I looked to the person next to me and I was like, I know exactly what each of these is. I know exactly what each of these is. And they were like, that's, just don't talk like this is weird like just but just let that go and i raised my hand and was like i can name all of these and he goes oh the little blonde in the back thinks she's gonna name all the nine different vodkas or however many it was going on and i was like yeah and he's like anyone else want to try and of course everyone in the room was like oh want to do it i'm like <laughs> okay so we all had to go around, and we went through one by one by one. And if you didn't get it right, you had to like sit down in the room. And I was the only one left standing. I got him all right, and he was like, "That is the first time that has ever happened." And in that moment, I was like, "I probably need to do something with this. This is not normal. This is awesome, but at the same time, like you just you train yourself to to acknowledge and recognize certain things, you know. And you just I don't know. It's a process that I just didn't know that it was, you know, I didn't know that my palate was as sensitive until that moment, I guess. And then here we are. It's so, funny, you know, the master taster role, obviously I'm old forster specific, but when you do sensory panels at Brown Foreman, it's not just the product you're a part of, it's all of it. And I always get my Finlandia vodka <laughs> panels like perfectly, no errors like on it, no matter what. And every now and then I miss a beat with the whiskeys. Sometimes I do like I'm a human. It <laughs> happens, whatever. But now like there's this running joke that Jackie's this closet vodka drinker. And I i mean, I'm not, but I, maybe I am, maybe I can never admit it. I don't know. Like maybe it's a thing. That's so funny. I don't know. Yeah. Fred's so- got his weird thing with vodka, you know, whatever. <laughs> that's his shtick. But it's really hard. It, when you're dealing with something that's been so neutralized, um, I don't know. It, it takes a different level of sensitivity for it. So yeah. I don't know. I, I think I'll never, maybe I the reason vodka. it
2: jumped out to me, that story is because my wife, that's she, all she drinks is vodka. Um, yeah. I mean, for alcohol, I should say that's all she drinks. She's going to clarify. She doesn't, she wakes up vodka. No. Um, so no, she, uh, she drinks vodka and, and pretty much that's it. And uh, she'll drink it, you know, with ice water. That's it. She doesn't add anything to it other than maybe water or ice. And, I I always made the joke that I feel like she could you know just pick out vodkas out of a lineup, and then I read that story about that from you, and I was like, oh my gosh, I would just love to see them like go head to head on vodka. I'm sure you because you do it as a job, you'd probably destroy her, but it, it's still pretty funny. So, Ooh. no, no, no. I
1: mean. I don't know. I, I can't divulge too much information because then you'll know if I really am a closet vodka drinker or not. Right. So we'll just have to leave it a mystery. Well, had, now, you have I to leave
2: work at work sometimes. I'm sure you have to drink something other than just old Forester. I mean, if you're tasting it all day long.
1: Correct. Because, you know, once you start your mind just thinks about it differently, you lose the ability to fully engage in it recreationally, I guess is the best way I can say it. Because yeah. you're always, you're overthinking it. Um and not to say there aren't nuances with other spirits, but I do tend to lean into tequila quite a bit when I'm trying to clock out, if you will. I was going to say, so yeah, what's
0: your go-to yeah, tequila, the tequila um, there? You yeah. answer that. Yeah, your tequila. Well,
1: it's tequila. And, you know, we happen to have some really great tequila brands at Brown Foreman, and I like to support the com- I'm a company person. So, you know, <laughs> it, it makes it easy. That's
2: good. Let's dive into this. Let's, yeah. um, this smells so good. I've, I've been like.
0: And I don't, what are you saying on smell? I've, I get this like vanilla cherry for some reason. Yeah, I don't know I, why.
2: I was going to say, I get some banana, but I also get, the more I smell it, I am getting
0: obviously the vanilla. That's, I mean, but I, I'm getting like a dark cherry as well. So. I'm a fan. Good work.
1: Oh, thank you. Um, the suspense was killing me. I was just like, <laughs> oh no, oh no. You guys
0: <laughs> say something right <laughs> now? Um, I, you get I get this tongue coating that I like with this, yeah. like it stays on my tongue. I'm big on that, like viscosity tongue coating. I hate
2: when mm-hmm. something
1: is
0: just like
2: there it's and there gone. and
1: it's gone. Yeah. Uh,
2: so this is 110 proof, right? Um, Correct. I, it doesn't drink like no. it's hot at all, so that's good. Um, but you're right; it stays on the tongue. It, it coated my tongue. It's it's got a nice. It's got the legs. <laughs> it, it's got a nice pleasing finish, I think, too. It's, yeah. It's, I'd say, a medium to long, but not not an alcohol or or uh, uh, ethanol finish. It's it's a little bit of a peppery type of um, uh, finish there, and I, I like it. This is good. Jeez. Oh, this,
1: this is makes me I, so happy.
2: I didn't want to like this because we have just... we're not going to find what? it. <laughs> we're, well, we're never going to find it. We're in Ohio. Oh. We never get this stuff. I mean. I like the, honestly, I called my wife as soon as I got, so I walked up to old Forester on Thursday. It was like two fifty five, and she was getting ready for the concert. And so I just went for a walk to old Forester. We were at the Fairfield Inn, Spring Hill suites or whatever, right across like two blocks away. And I walked up, there was a little line there. It was like five people. And I'm like, Oh, are they, you know, limiting how many people can go in due to COVID? And, and uh, the guy at the door goes, Oh no, we're about to do our president's choice release. I was like, wait, what? That never happens to me. So I was I was so excited. I got in line. I was like, "Well, if this takes longer than my wife takes getting ready, then she's just going to have to wait." <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> because that never what happens. What timing? Yeah, I seriously I, I couldn't believe it. By the time I got in the the door, the line behind me was at least twenty or thirty people deeper than it was when I got there. And then wow. when I came out, it was even more. So I don't know if they all got any or not, but
0: but uh, yeah, I've, that's never happened to me. How many of these little fancy bottles does your signature go on? Like, this is a collector's item. Oh, is that a real oh, signature? Is that a real samples. signature? Are those the only ones you get your signature on?
1: Uh, the 117 Series is the only, are uh, the only expressions of Old Forester that will have my signature That's on. That's cool,
0: though. That's yeah. Really cool. I'll sign a bottle for you if you really want me to. So you can have like the same experience I have. If you want to send me a bottle, I will sign it and send it back to you. (coughs) Empty.
2: Empty. Is that how it
0: works? Okay. You'd be like, what's this brown water in this thing? (laughs) It's tea.
2: It's just tea. It's tea. (laughs) No, this is good. I really do like this.
1: Oh, I'm so happy. It's nerve wracking. I mean, when you're part of a, it it takes a village, right? It's not just me. There's a whole team of us that make all this happen. But when you, slap your name on the front of something, you, you feel like it's, you're quite a bit more vulnerable right. with it. And it's no, like, I, God, sure. like, I hope people like it. Otherwise it's all on me, I guess at this point. So crap. But. I, I
2: got some brown sugar on that last drink there that, so it's starting yeah. to, I feel like it's starting to open up in my palate anyway. Didn't probably help that I had barbecue chicken right before I came down here, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't know that I actually tasted it though. I was trying to hurry. um, so another question we have, your job, pretty awesome. You get to drink for a living, kind of. I'm sure that uh, you're not getting like trash every day, but still. Um, no,
1: <laughs> never. You're literally the only person not allowed to ever get drunk because you're representing a brand, right? right. So,
2: But you're at least getting to taste it, right? Weird. I mean, that that's pretty cool. Um, so I think this was Brett's question. The best place your job has taken oh, you. Yeah. And then, you know also walk us through like a typical day
1: so it, my position is global back when we used to travel all the time for work or i was on the road 50 percent of the time um it was actually the coolest experience we ever had god ugh, there's so <laughs> many there's so so many but this is one that will never it'll never happen again it was it will never there's no way it could happen again Maybe, uh, you never know. but <laughs> When we worked on the Statesman project, we were in partnership with the Kingsman, right, uh, the, the second movie, yeah. Kingsman film. And so we all went to Comic Con oh, to launch cool. that. And that was an awesome experience. But then, of course, we had to go and launch it at the movie premiere in London. And so you're in this room with like Elton John talking about whiskey. And it was just like very, very surreal, very, very weird, but just absolutely amazing and it'll never happen again so i just appreciate ah, that that I is so cool
2: and that, i always so. forget that statesman was made for them for that movie or or i don't know if yeah. it was made for but like it
1: somehow i
2: guess i didn't can, realize yeah i didn't oh, know that didn't there know that? No, yeah, i didn't know that the bottle even i think has a mention of it on it um yeah but yeah and in the movie i think uh it makes an appearance in there as well i believe so
1: uh, it does it does it's a different bottle but it's still old forester makes an appearance in there and it's I don't know. It was a cool project. It was organically partnered. It's not like we wrote a check and said hang an old Forster sign in the bar scene. <laughs> it wasn't like that at all. Um, they needed a brand that legitimately existed before and after in now modern day prohibition. Um, and it was the only brand that really fit with that story without making it up. So yeah. yeah it that, was awesome. That, that was, was really great.
2: cool. Yeah, I do remember and and I think if I remember right, I saw the movie before I'd ever had it. And didn't realize, I just thought it was all, oh, it was there, I just didn't realize it was actually a brand that yeah. was for the movie type of thing. So. This is
0: the first of me finding out about this, so I've, I've got nothing, man, <laughs> on that part of it. <laughs> Well, I would actually forgotten about it until she said that, so yeah. that's,
2: that's actually really cool. So talk about a normal day. Like, not a, not a surreal day, but a mm-hmm. normal day.
1: Well, Uh, Every day is different. I will say that. I kind of make this weird loop in Louisville now because we work from home quite a bit. Um, You know, our meetings and such are all virtual at this point. So it's literally shively to that distillery and the warehouses out there to the distillery downtown. I have an office there. I have an office on our corporate campus and then I come back home and like do whatever and do things like this. Right. Talk to you fine folks. Um, you fine so folks. You're someday, picking up
0: on that Kentucky thing. Just folks. so you know, there's a See? little twang in there. There is a Kentuckian. little twang. So you, you're becoming fine. a native.
1: Continue. See? That's great. Yeah. I feel so loved. This is awesome. <laughs> I went to school in Kentucky, but,
0: so I lived there five years. So, so you count. I so you're can't a you're yep. a I'm a native. Yep. I was in Moorhead for five years down there. And then uh oh. I did some clinical stuff in Lexington. So that's where most of my time was. I didn't go to Louisville a whole lot. We said that it was like a separate, like it didn't belong in Kentucky. It was too city to belong in Kentucky and you should just like change the border. <laughs> Put it in the <laughs> oh
1: <my> <laughs> I mean, I can see that though. Louisville to Kentucky is I always I, I think of it the same way of Chicago to Illinois, you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's just like the, they're kind of separate realms sometimes, but still. <laughs> And with the whiskey consumption, you're a little villain or a Kentuckian at this point, right? That's Seeing when I started bourbon, was in college. Checking all the boxes. I
0: totally cut you off. I'm an asshole. I'm sorry. No, um, no you're <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> you an asshole, but it
2: was organic. Yeah, it was organic.
0: Yeah, it no, was organic but that's me. That's how my it's whole bourbon good. thing started, right? Because I was in Kentucky and uh, I was in a fraternity, whatever. But anyway, like I remember being in my fraternity and like gloss over someone had a uh, Jack Daniels, right? And so they're like, this is Kentucky. You can't drink Tennessee whiskey. You have to drink bourbon. And oh, so, Lord. it all started from there. And it was like, I'm going to drink bourbon. I'm going to get into this. So, that's where and my... And never looked back. And I so never looked back. Peer pressure, basically. That's right. I yeah. Know. I mean, peer pressure is the root of all evil, but...
2: <laughs> or the root of yeah. all great nights, one yeah, of the other.
0: Well, <laughs> what is it? Here's to the nights that we won't remember.
2: <laughs> something like
0: that. Never forget. Something like that. The night knows the truth. The morning tells the
2: story. Is that what it is? Something yeah. like that. I don't know. Um,
1: something like that <laughs> but yeah it's every day is different right some days you're drilling barrels and pulling samples some days you're tasting i don't taste in the warehouse because aromatically it makes zero sense whatsoever to immerse yourself in alcohol vapor and then try to nose out <laughs> it's it's nonsensical They're
2: all great. Um, everything would be amazing yeah
1: <laughs> right this is so great uh, i mean it's yeah minutes. it's intense but i don't know and then you know, you do stuff like this, you do trainings, you do tastings, you do expense reports, like all the not so sexy stuff that comes with it, you know, <laughs> is all part of it still. But I don't know. I, I can't wait until we can actually start having in-person events again. It's just not the same having to drink through a screen, right? Yeah. With people. It's it's just not the same experience. So fingers crossed for that. But yeah, new product development is part of it, you know, like you're t- literally just every day is just a grab bag mix of
2: shenanigans yeah say shenanigans (laughs) one more time so (laughs) sorry uh we love movies oh please um so uh i don't know if you saw it pop up on your screen but we're under 10 minutes now so i apologize but um we know
0: you're disappointed yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) so uh i think we covered pretty much all the questions that we had written down for the most part other than um like hobbies you know obviously you're hanging out at a dis- distillery all day long and we know tequila is a, a major hobby but
1: <laughs> i wouldn't call it a major hobby i would say that i appreciate the flavor profile of tequila oh. and i'm gonna leave it at that
0: that was you i know oh yeah. there we go I totally. Um, it
2: so uh yeah uh, appreciate the flavor profile that's that's a great answer yeah. i like it that's a that's but like I mean, a legal answer
1: <laughs> of course of course it is now how do you um,
0: decompress though like do you go kayaking do you hike do you yes, are you yes. an artist are you i don't know you just listing
1: your I hobbies now. i listed all my hobbies has. but <laughs> <laughs> no that's I'm okay. not an no, no i'm not an artist though. that's what it is though i mean i am it's no one ever believes me when i say this because here i am like just chatting with you like chatting away blah blah, blah. i am naturally a very introverted person I am a nerd. Like I've always been a nerd. And so I it's almost an out-of-body experience that I have to force myself into to talk to people and be in front of a group of people and all that. And it's very energetically depleting for me. So I have to balance that with time. Like it's it's weird. I don't like hide in the woods, like waiting to like pop out at somebody, like boom. (laughs) It's not like that. But I do hide (laughs) outside quite a bit. I um I hike a lot. I'm, I'm progressing in that quite a bit. I started challenging myself to, you know, you start packing more weight and then you start going longer distances and you start going higher altitudes. And so now the next chapter is sort of focusing on technical skills more so because I'm doing Denali for my 40th birthday and I'm not turning back after that. So, um, yeah, I backpack quite a bit. I like to fly fish. I like all of those things. I'm yeah, fly I'm an fishing. outdoor kind of cat. I've I guess never
2: done, but ever since I've seen a river runs through it, like I, I want to do it. My
1: uncle's in that movie. Not My hot. uncle is a fly fishing guide in Montana. Yes, he's oh, in wow. the bar that's scene. Really he's cool. an
2: extra. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! I have to watch that again. I, I watch that movie
0: like once a year. Just I haven't seen that movie in a hot minute. Oh, God, but it's so good, such a good movie. Oh, yeah, no fly fishing. I'm is am going to things. <laughs>
1: now we're talking about it. <laughs> it's, it's such so a good, good movie.
0: Yeah, I used to fish a lot. I wanted to do fly fishing, but I, there was nowhere around here to do it. And I was supposed to do it on yeah. a trip not too long ago, but the Rona put a stop to that so I didn't go and waste my time or anything. So well, At
2: least next week you're going, what, whitewater rafting?
0: Yeah, in West Virginia to the gorge. So I'm celebrating my 40th there since there's not a lot. Yay! Yeah, I hate being old. I said um, bye-bye to 40 a long time ago. You can, yeah. just, you can suck it. What? Um, but yeah, <laughs> gorge do some, is great. Some whitewater <laughs> rafting and awesome. stuff. Yeah. I've been there before, back when I was in college. Um, we used to rock climb there and stuff back in the day, but I probably wouldn't do that now.
1: Because you're so
0: old. Because I haven't done it in so long. Yes. You know what I mean?
1: No, yes. get back into it. Do it. Get out there. My walker's the right over great, there if you didn't like, see.
2: It's off screen. It's off camera. I made sure it wasn't in the frame. Because you're so old. I'm, I'm, gonna, just... I'm just going to start oh the episode with that soundbite so about because you're so old. <laughs> and then it's going to go into the intro. <laughs> Love it. That is awesome. Um, all right. So I think we're down to like uh, five minutes here. So I, again, I apologize for having to cut it short, but. It's all we good. we didn't spring for the uh, unlimited time limit. Uh, oh zoom, yeah, apparently. for the Zoom. So we didn't even find that out until accidentally because we normally just have one on one Zooms, so th- those are unlimited. But then as soon as you add like a third person to it, it limits you to forty minutes. And we didn't know that until Monday. Yeah, <laughs> we were on with another distillery, and they they dialed in separately, and it we had to do it two different times. So it's kind of fun. Interesting. Yeah. Whatever. You got to get your money. So good though. No, thank you for uh, coming on. Um for those who are interested, um mm-hmm. I guess social media presence. I mean uh I, obviously there's old Forester. Um, uh, but then if you I don't know if you're private about your regular old uh No social I media. am an
1: open book about all of my adventures. So, right, so if you where does everyone find serious uh, at Jackie's icon, it's all one word. Um if you wanna see my Hiding in the woods <laughs> adventures, I guess, or whatever. You look sure. for that
0: people schnoz follow.
1: <laughs> oh, I will. I will definitely keep an oh, eye out. Oh, people
0: schnoz, you've really got to
2: promote that. He he talked about it for probably a year, and then he finally did it like a month ago, and
0: he's made like four posts. You really got everyone's got to start somewhere, okay? Jackie started somewhere. I, exactly. I've got to start somewhere. Exactly.
1: Yeah. You um, know, just move one step at a time forward. Next thing you know, these
0: schnoz will be printed on a label of old forester, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and it's gonna take up the whole label but it'll be on there you gotta have dreams just
1: wait (laughs) just wait it'll be there no i mean i believe in the schnoz i do you've got either that or you memorized all my tasting notes from all of our products but we seem to be pretty aligned here so you might be sitting on something there just saying it's
2: probably a good thing we didn't have tyler on because it would have been like some weird
0: stuff and then he would be like I smell peanuts like just I don't know. He always has like random peanuts happen but peanuts like, happen I know.
2: He just he's always wrong. That's
0: that's the part of the,
2: the 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 episode you didn't get to experience. He's always wrong. And so like 90% of the time we get to make fun of him and that's half the episodes usually. So um
1: Oh, we'll, we'll have to do this again <laughs> and just let him go forth and be I don't know. Are you ever wrong? You know what I mean? Is your sensory like oh, I'm perception never right. of something ever wrong? No, see, we know but... that,
2: but we don't let him know that. So we, uh, ah,
1: I see. I see. Okay. <laughs> and his
2: stick his is he it. never prepares for any episode. He would have come into this. He would have known nothing about you. Nothing at all. He would have
1: perfect.
2: <laughs> but it, no, but that's his stick. And it, and I think some of the people actually who listen to this, listen for that reason. Yeah. So sorry that Tyler's not on today guys. Um, but Hey, thank you again for coming on. And, uh, you know, if we can do this again at another time, that'd be great. Um, we really enjoyed it. It was awesome having you on, especially for us old forester lovers here. So um, we'll pay for the upgraded version next time. <laughs> yeah, too. so we can go longer than forty minutes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's fine. I appreciate you guys even wanting to chat. I'm honored to to sit and watch you guys actually enjoy the product. That's so awesome. Yeah, That's we're going to so have awesome, a little bit more so. after you
2: get off here. So, and we'll uh, as probably, you should. We'll probably get into the president's choice right after this too. So. But uh, yeah, Perfect. thank you for coming on. Um, I mean, seriously, that made our day. I know we've been talking about it for like oh, yeah. a week now. Looking so. forward to it.
1: Thanks, y'all. Bye. Bye.
2: You too. Thanks. Bye, Jackie. So I want to get into the President's Club, don't you? Or yeah, President's no, choice. I, I keep I calling it President's Club because of uh, in. Uh, why do I call it President's Club? I don't even know. There was something I was a part of that we did a President's Club. I think it was maybe Polycom. Anyway. The people schnoz is about to give Jackie a follow, just to see if she'll follow it back. So, this 117 series, what did you think? I, I really like it. It was delicious. It did not taste 110 proof. No, not at all. Um, and 110's not super high compared no. to what we've been drinking, like some of those barrel proof uh, or barrel string single barrels that we have.
0: But I have a, a 113 proof of, is it the Rebel cask? Is that 113? No, the Rebel Cask is one twenty. I have something that's one thirteen, and it drinks fucking hot. Well,
2: there's the old old Granddad one fourteen. That's yeah, it crazy drinks hot, hot too. That drinks really hot. But then um, the Ezra, I think the Ezra. What are they called? Distillers' collections. Those might be like one twelve or something like that. They're Maybe, in that I they're don't in know that what. It, I'll have
0: to look when I get in my cabinet.
2: So while you're, which ones you're empty? Because I don't uh, want to pour into an already existing. That is mine. My- well, you didn't drink out of the old Forrester glass when you were on with Jackie. Do you really think she could have read that glass? It doesn't matter. You could have used it as a as a uh, conversation piece. Um, all right. So we've got this President's Choice. This is uh, 48.15% alcohol. So that would be 96.3 proof. Math. Math. So we're taking a little bit of a jump down in proof here. Um, but this is looks really rich and dark, doesn't it? Look at that. I may have. What's the a little...
0: age of it? I wonder if that's why.
2: It is nine summers. Uh, it's a little short of nine years old.
0: I've never seen anyone say nine summers or like nine winters as opposed to like just the years.
2: Yeah, I think um, that's just telling you how many times it's had a chance to really expand into the wood. I think that's yeah. the reason they do that. Because, and that's a way of saying it's not quite nine years old, but it's had nine times to expand into the wood, you know? I think that's what they're trying to get
1: at.
0: I will say, I have a special love for places that um, handwrite on their bottles like this. Well, and they're such a limited release like that, they can probably do that.
2: Yeah, but... <sighs> Could you imagine that being your job, though? The guy who <laughs> has to write all the ABVs on there yeah. and, and the Nine Summers and... Like what if you, (laughs) how many, how many labels get reapplied or reprinted because they uh, messed
0: up that, that handwriting? That's probably why a woman does it. Like women have so much better handwriting than men. So I'm going to let this sit out for just a second, but uh, just so that. Did you drink or just snows? No,
2: I've just snows so far, but I'm going to let it sit there for a second. I'm going to have another bite of one of these uh, bar nanas. You want one of these? Yeah, why not? They're. Dipped Chewy Banana Bites with... Uh, that was a big oh, That's piece. a big one. That that's like a, a big one. That was a Chernobyl special. <laughs> um. So, yeah, that was fun having her on. I, I wish we could have been on for the full hour. Stupid Zoom. I didn't know the other lady was going to join. I was actually going to pay for the upgrade today just for that. Me, but I, they, didn't, I didn't think she was going to be on. So, I was like, oh, we'll have an unlimited time.
0: But, but being truthful, they both... They both... Well, she... I mean, the other girl did not want to really say much, but she seemed reserved. I don't think she was her true self right now. Well,
2: was, she probably wasn't drinking. Like, yeah. You know, so that's going to keep you conservative, and she doesn't know us, and this is the first foray, hopefully, into multiple conversations. That would be conversations. cool. But, so, I love these uh, bananas, especially when I meet uh, Drinking Gold Forrester, because I just feel like they go so well with that dark chocolate-covered banana. Where do you get these? Kroger. They're good. Trina actually went searching for them for us today so that we could have them on the episode.
0: Shout out to Trina. Thank you. Yeah.
2: And uh, she went to Meyer, She went to Walmart. Neither place had them. She finally went back to Kroger where we had gotten them the first time. So I don't know why she didn't go there the first time. I think she just didn't remember. But I was—I—I I had thought it was Kroger, but she couldn't remember for sure.
0: You so, got to put the S on there like everyone. Kroger's. You know, yeah, everyone. Kroger's. <laughs> It's like everyone in the Midwest calls it like West. Well, S. I
2: grew up there. So our first, um, I had two grocery stores growing up and one was Foodland and the other one was Kroger and we never called it Kroger's, So maybe we were right on, we were right on the border of West Virginia. So maybe that's why, but I never grew up, but I always heard that though. I always heard like when I moved up to Columbus, everyone called it Kroger's. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. Weller's. You
0: know, Weller's. Everyone says Weller's. They do. You're right. Yeah.
2: You that Weller's. <laughs> had about three of them, yeah, <laughs> so let's talk about this uh president's choice i I kind of gave a little bit of a it smells great. I gave a little bit of an intro when I was uh talking when Jackie was on earlier about how I just <laughs> stumbled into this basically um and uh I couldn't like i was i was Excited, but also angry at the same time that Trina wasn't with me, so I couldn't get two bottles. Because if she was with me, you know, she could have gotten one. I could have gotten one.
0: Or you would have gotten one, and I would have gotten one. Well, but that's I'm what I kidding.
2: mean. Well, that's what I mean. I'm like kidding. Trina's not going to drink it, so that's what I mean. I would have gotten it and given it to one whoever wanted it of, of you, Jeff and and Tyler. I would have fought them both for oh. it, <laughs> and you would have won because you do BJJ. <laughs>
0: I'm grabbing Tyler's knee immediately. <laughs> you you give?
2: <laughs> tap out, tap out. Not the toenail. Not the toenail. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> um, so what do you uh, what do you get on the nose with this one?
0: It's <sighs> I
2: still I'm getting I'm a getting little, a little bit of ethanol.
0: Yeah, no, I do get ethanol too. There's but, a little cherry for me. But there
2: yeah, I was gonna say there's some cherry. And it's like dark cherry. It's yes. not,
0: it's uh The 117 was a little lighter of a cherry for me than this. Well, this is
2: I I feel like I'm getting some tannins here almost. So like some some leather or uh maybe tobacco. But I'm getting some I'm getting some richness that I didn't get in the in the Warehouse K 117 series. Um that 117 series, man. That drank that was so, very good. It drank so good. Wow. Um it didn't hit you in the mouth with the 110 proof. It was it was a nice mellow 110. And um, it had a pretty good balance to it, but there you, some of those regular aspects of Old Forester popped out. Like I still got the banana, I still got uh, you know I got it on the nose, I got it in the in the palate. The finish was was good. It was a like a medium to long, nice finish. Like I mentioned, um, I would hunt all day for the one seventeen series just for for a couple reasons because it's a special release of Old Forester, and we love Old Forester. But for for two, now that we've had it, I it was good.
0: No, I agree. I would. I would hunt for that any day of the week.
2: It sucks that they're in 375 bottles, you know, oh, yeah. that's the only thing. It's the same thing, I guess, that uh, Woodford does maybe. <clears> and they're <throat> both Brown Foreman, so maybe that's why they do that. Um, but like the Woodford, uh, you know, the double-oaked or the double-double-oaked, I should say. Yeah, that's um, a
0: 375. Right.
2: All those special releases like that usually are in a 375, mm-hmm. so maybe that's just their shtick. But, you know, that, that 117 series, it was good. Like, I want to finish that, but it's like there's barely any left. Like, we had just enough for, yeah. the, for the for the show. It's
0: all yours. I'll do a 1910. <laughs>
2: 1915.
0: Oh, that is not a bad idea. 1915. But, yeah, I'm going to dive into this. This this nose is pretty good.
2: There's a little bit of ethanol, but again, I'm getting some some leather, um, some cherry, like you said. I'm not getting the banana that normally hits me with, with Old Forester.
0: It's more of a cherry for me. I took a sip. That leather comes through on the palate for sure. Mm. But there's... Oh. Wow. There's some sweet cherry in there too. Like I can tell mm-hmm. it's got some age to it, which it is, you know, nine summers because there's just a little bit of leather, but.
2: I can't wait for that to maybe even oxidize a little mm-hmm. bit more in the bottle, but that is good.
0: There's, there's definitely some cherry in there,
2: I think. Yeah. Cherry I get, the leather I get. Um, it, it, you know what it kind of reminds me of, but it's not nearly as old, but I feel like it's just about as good as uh, like an Elijah Craig 18. Yeah. Because I'm getting some of the 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 wood, you know, the oak and the the leathery type of uh, like the tannins or whatever, and it looks dark. I mean, it looks like a dark. Look at it next to the to the one seventeen. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's it's pretty rich and dark looking. Um, this this is good though. I mean, I, we just opened it, so this is our first crack at it. Um, I'd like to revisit this like in a in a couple of days after it's
0: had a chance to get a little bit of oxidation in there, but I did, this is good. It reminds me, so it has a tad more ethanol, but do you remember the old Fitz 16 that we had? Well, from, uh, Jason. from Jason, Yeah, from Mash and Drum? It reminds me a little bit of that, so I don't know if it's the dark fruit from that, the like... Yeah, which is a weeded. This is now not a weeded bourbon, but still. Um, there's something about it that reminds me of that. I don't well, know why. Th- that, it's
2: almost like this is, is showing some age that it doesn't age. actually have.
0: Agree, that's what I mean. Yeah, more age than it shows. Um.
2: Or than it really is. Or yeah, t- uh, t- yeah, yeah. I know, what, I know what you mean. I was just trying to translate for the listeners. But the <laughs> the old fits that he brought, like that, tasted every bit of the age it was. Of Sixteen, it did. This tastes like it's up there in in age. This is really good. And I and I <clears> know <throat> some people don't like that. Like I know some people's complaint about Elijah Craig eighteen is is that age and the wood, how much wood is in it. But yeah. I actually don't mind it. I don't. I think it's delicious. I do too. And I think this is delicious. I think this is really good. And like, again, we just opened it, you know, hasn't had, we didn't let it sit there in, uh, in the glass like we did with the 117 before we had it. But this is, and what's interesting though, the ethanol on the nose is more than the one we got in the, in the warehouse K 117 series. And
1: Mm -hmm. this is
2: a 90, what did I say? 96.3 proof. And, um, and the, the warehouse K 117 is a 110. So, so this is actually lower in proof, but it, it's, it, tastes, smel- it smells hotter, yeah. but it doesn't taste hotter. I think it tastes, I think it just, I just I think The, up, just the 117 great. was
0: just so smooth. It you was know what too, I mean? like but
2: this is too, this isn't, this just has more oak presence to it as you drink it on the palate, which sometimes makes my tongue feel like it's a drying effect, but it, but I don't get that on this at all. It, it's still got a
1: good tongue coat. And I don't maybe it's just, the, it's a little, it's a, I don't want to say this.
0: It's a little peppery on the back end. It maybe. is. Maybe that's it's what not, I'm picking a, up it's on. But it's not an
2: ethanol no, flavor No, it's not. All. It is peppery on the back end, but I'm I'm attributing that to like a tobacco, almost like a barrel flavor. hmm And this is, this is, oh man, this is good. I really enjoy this and it pisses me off. This. It pisses me off because I'm never going to see this again. <laughs> it does suck. You know, I mean, it really does. It sucks when you get a bottle like this, that you really know you're never going to see again. And you just don't want to, you don't want to drink it because it's, it's not going to, it's not going to be around for very long.
0: (laughs) Well, this is something cool that they do. That's like different every year. Yeah. Like birthday bourbon is different every year. This is different every year. And it's like, I like that stuff because (sighs) there's something just like fun about getting a bottle. You know, you'll never get again like this. You're never going to get it again. But there's something fun about that, yeah, for sure. And looking forward to what's next. Like there'll be the bottle, you know, next year, and it could be better than this. It could be worse than this.
2: Yeah. No, you're right. Uh, you know what's exciting about this is is I don't know what he's going to bring, but when we meet Pete at the round uh, cafe oh, round, round two, round two mm-hmm. um, on October 11th, he's going to he's from Old Forester. He's a rep from Old Forester. He's going. To, he said he's going to bring some samples. So, hopefully, maybe he'll bring, like, like a birthday bourbon or something. Oh, that will be cool. I don't know what he'll bring. He might just bring, you know, Whiskey Row. Who knows? Oh, well, that's Columbus uh, which, Day. Which is fine for me. I was looking at my calendar. Um, but, yeah, I'm pretty pumped about that episode just because... And, and what's going to be interesting is that's going to be the next episode we release. So, we're going to have two episodes in a row about <laughs> Old Forrester. So,
0: Not um, mad about it. So,
2: I apologize for the people that are listening if you're not old forester fans but that should be a fun episode we're going to have a rep from old forester who's not Uh, an old
0: forester fan
2: no i don't know that many people that aren't um but the nice thing about that that'll be a little bit more um i think open because he'll be probably drinking with us yeah and we're going to be sitting in a in a bar live um so i think that's going to be a little tyler (laughs) and we'll have tyler to, to stick it up for us um, you know, to ask the, uh, the people's questions. Yeah. So we want to know. <laughs> after, after we've already gotten an answer, he'll ask it 10 minutes later. Just, but he'll add like a, one of these to it. You know, he'll wave his hand around. So it'll be. A little I right asked him, I'm like, are you doing
0: karate chops over there? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, Banks just brought his bone in. So he loves toys. Mm-hmm. But Bella upstairs takes every toy that he tries to play with. And Bella won't come down here unless you invite her down, so he I, this is the only place he plays with toys now.
0: Just like women to take everything from us. Well, that's what they
2: do. But like you know she's so funny because she's like half his size, but she is his like she yeah. is the alpha
0: in the in the in the dog family here, she is the alpha. In my household, the oldest one who obviously like if there were to be a dog fight, would not win. She's still the alpha. She puts everyone in their place. Well, and it's he hilarious. wouldn't win
2: either because he's not very energetic anymore, yeah. but he should be the alpha. Like he was so... When he was here first and everything. Well, he and... was here first, but I think when we brought her into the house last February, she, she, I think he was so concerned about her and how <laughs> little she was that I think oh, that yeah. he never... Like he he almost like parented her. And I don't think he ever like put her in her place, so then she just grew up putting him in his place, and now she's the alpha, and he just is like, okay. He's yeah.
0: such a good dog. Oh, he is he's such is. a laid-back
2: good dog. Such a, I mean, he comes down here every time we come down mm-hmm. here, he wants to lay down with us. He wants to chill. And he wants to chill down here. Be with the boys. He does. He does. And when I work, his, his bed's right there in my work area, and he comes down there and lays yeah. with me <laughs> all day long while I'm working. So, like, I think he, that's his, like, I think alone time type, you know, like away yeah. from her. And, um, I mean, I think he likes her, but at the same time, I think he likes being away from her
0: too. It's so. Just like real relationships, right? <laughs> they just <laughs> right. need time away from the women. <laughs> that's you true. You know, some boy time. Yeah, that could be, that could be it. Um,
2: so what do you take away from this president's choice? I mean, honestly.
0: I mean, I would hunt for this all day long. Yeah. You know what I mean? No questions asked.
2: I would hunt for both of these all days yeah, all day long. true. And it, and it irritates me that they they're, they're th- it's, so like, they're three hours away, which doesn't seem like a lot, but like, if you really want to go, like, you have to pretty much know. It's an entire day. Yeah, like, for example, this President's Choice, they didn't announce the release of it. It just got released, and then Coconut Telegraph, basically, and then all of a sudden, everyone's there. If we had found out about it at... 2.30 on thursday
0: last week we would have gotten there would have been sold out see that's the thing though. if they would have announced that you would have never gotten a bottle right because there'd be a line and yeah, all this that other is stuff. true
2: so like yeah for me luckily yes but i'm just saying i'm saying if they had announced it at say 2.30 that they were going to open it up at three o'clock and i caught it and drove down there i would have never gotten it three hours later yeah. it would have been sold out yeah so like that's what that's what i mean by that like we're not quite we're we're close enough to just go visit them for a day if we wanted to but we're not close enough to get there and get a release yeah. if we know what's going to happen so that's frustrating especially as much as we like old forester like i love pretty much everything like i even like their 86 their 86 is, it's a little more heavy on the banana flavor, mm-hmm. but like, I still love it. Like, it's such a good bourbon and it's so easy to drink and it's, it's just 86 proof and it's, you know, it, it's not going to like knock your socks off, but it's just an 86, you know, uh,
0: proof $20 bottle of bourbon. I haven't had a bad single barrel of theirs. I love the oh, single yeah. barrels. I have, right. I think three of them. Um, I've had more than that. I think I have
2: four left. Yeah. Maybe five, but I've gone through a few already too. I've had it some of the old 90 proof ones. and
0: um, We have that one that Tyler got us, that old 90 proofer. I think I've got a little bit left that. Yeah, I have a little too. That's that's good. I've been drinking on it lately.
2: Yeah, I may not have any left of that. There's a 100 proofer back there and a, a barrel strength, but I don't remember which if I have the 90 proofer left or not. Now, I will say with each drink of this President's Choice, I feel like it's opening up a little bit more and more. Now that it's had a chance to sit in the glass. And I still get a little bit of ethanol on the nose, but I think I do too. But it's not present in the drink. Like when I drink it, it's not coming through as as uh, heavy on the ethanol at all. Well, it's not very high, so it shouldn't. You know, no. But like for as much as I'm getting, I shouldn't say for as much as I'm getting on the nose. The fact that it's present, like it is on the nose, but I'm still, but I'm not getting it on the on the the palate. It was kind of surprising, you know, the curtains not matching the drapes, or the <laughs> whatever carpet's not matching the drapes. Curtains
0: matching the carpet, yeah. Something. Or, like no, that. the carpet matches the curtains. That's what it is. Carpet and drapes. That's yeah, what I've heard. Yeah. Um. But
2: either way, I've heard it both ways. So yeah, I mean, this is surprisingly to me. Um. It it drinks older or more mature than than it is.
0: To me. Yeah, no, there's definitely like um, a leather, excuse me, like a leather in there that makes this um, taste older than it is. And it doesn't, it
2: doesn't taste to me like a synthetic age either. Like you get with, you know, some, someone that's aged their product in a very, very heavy uh, or a very, very hot environment where it really only spends time in the wood and it gets tannic very fast and, and, you know, doesn't ever get that chance to oxidize. I feel like this has had a full chance of oxidation and, you know, maturation. Um, you know, and and basically, uh, I guess, penetration into the wood and everything. You know, it, it's been a nice... It, it tastes to me like this has been a nice, um,
0: consistent aging. I wonder how much, like, a mild winter affects these things. You know, sometimes well, we get, like, a mild winter. I don't know how true it
2: is, but um, I do know that... Uh, Anytime that it gets down in the cooler temperatures, even if it's mild, you know, it's still Are you going, saying like 50? Yeah, or what do you 40, think? 50. Okay. So, so I think, if I remember right, um, at Buffalo Trace, maybe, on one of the tours, they said that if it gets below... I can't remember the exact temperature, but I think they said 40 degrees. If it gets... Anytime it gets below 40 degrees in the warehouse, the aging process halts. Okay. Now... That means, I think, just the wood penetration is what I think that means. Well, yeah. I think it's still going to oxidize, and th- I still think it's going to, you know, mature. Um, but but I at think that
0: point, it's like probably squeezing out of the wood a little
2: bit. Yeah, and that's the breathing yeah. effect. So, like, the warm the warm summers that goes into the wood, you know, pulls in the, the sugars, the carbon filtration happens from the char. Um, you know, so you get a natural carbon filtration every time it penetrates mm-hmm. through that char and gets into the wood and gets the sugars on that, you know, the layer behind the char. Uh, And then it pulls it back into the, uh, pulls it back into the, the, the liquid, Um, you know, but then the oxidation still occurs and the more it evaporates, the more oxidation you're going to get because the more surface area is in contact with actual air. Um, And I think that some of those places that are just super hot, they, they skip that part. So I, I feel like it's an uneven aging. And if that's your flavor profile, if that's what you like, then that's great. But that's why I think I don't like the Texas whiskeys as much, because I think it's a it's a rush to to wood mm-hmm. without the rush without the you know uh, maturation of the oxidation.
0: You know. No, I haven't had many Texas whiskeys that I or bourbons, whatever you want to call it, that I really really enjoy. Yeah. It just and it could just be coincidence of what I've had, but it's not a go to for me.
2: Yeah, and it, I mean I've had Garrison <clears throat> Brothers, which is decent. It's not bad. Um, I've also had Balcones, um, I think I've had that, which is okay as well. Um, but again, there's just that, I feel like it's a synthetic and I know that's not the right word because it's all natural, but I feel like compared to Kentucky bourbon to me, it almost feels like a rushed maturation. Yeah, I think rushed is a good word to yeah, try and describe that, right. Rushed, rushed maturation is what I feel like it is. Um, but yeah, so anyway, I think, uh. This for me, uh, I stumbled upon it, but if I would have known it was going to happen at a certain time and I could be there and know that I was going to be fifth or sixth in line, I would have definitely driven three hours out of my way just for this. Do you know how many bottles they released that day? I don't. Okay. I just know that unless they replenished what was behind the counter, which they probably did, you know, as as it went on, Mm -hmm. then there wasn't, I don't think everyone that was there was going to get one. Unless they brought out, like I said, like they already had them in gift bags and had them behind the counter. So all you had to do was go through, give them your card. They popped it up, put it on the counter and and you checked out. Try to keep it as quick as possible. You didn't have to grab it off of the shelf Shelf or anything like that. Um, And then they had one sitting out on the desk, you know, the checkout desk. So you could see it, Mm -hmm. you know, before they, because you didn't actually see what they gave you. They just lifted up the gift bag and gave it to you. But they had one sitting out on the shelf or out on the uh, counter that you could see as you were checking out. I took a picture of that one. Um, and then Tyler with his shenanigans of saying he wished I, hopes I don't get one. I'm like, what a dick. Because <laughs> you know I'm going to fucking share. Right. Like, what an ass. <laughs> um, Did you go anywhere else when you were in Louisville at all? No other distilleries, okay. no. Uh, in fact, th- what's funny about this is I was actually going to Liquor Barn. Mm. So when you, when you walk out of Spring Hill Suites, diagonally a block to the right is liquor barn and two blocks diagonally to the left is old forester i forgot that and i wasn't using my maps i just started walking diagonally to the left and and then i got a block away and i was like oh shit liquor barn was the other direction i was like well but i think old forester is right over here so i'm just going to walk over there so it was honestly had i gone the direction i meant to go i would have never gotten this
0: Sometimes that's like the best, like it was meant to be. You know what I mean? It was meant to it, be. It was meant to be. <laughs> I agree. Uh, and I told Trina about it. She
2: she like couldn't believe it. She was like, like because you know we went to Target the next day and I found Booker's sitting on the shelf of Target. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Like what? this stuff doesn't happen to me. Was that the? Uh, I think it's the one I already have. Uh, maybe it's the 2021-02.
0: Yeah, it's called um, tag along. Tag along. Yeah, I yeah. keep wanting to say thin mint. Have you I, had it yet? I haven't opened it. Okay. No, because I was. I wanted to do a Booker's episode. We should. I've got four now. Yeah, and that would make five. Which I don't want to sample five of them. Jesus. Well, but you have the same one I had just got. Oh, I thought that was for Jeff.
2: Well, I got two. Oh, I didn't realize there was that. no. Well, never limit. mind. Then there was no
0: limit. <laughs> oh, I didn't. Re- yeah.
2: Jesus. No, I got it for myself, and then Jeff said he wanted one too. I was like, all right. So I walked out with two Bookers that day.
0: Yeah, that would be a good episode. And
2: what's great is one of the guys that listens to our episode, uh, uh, Black Bourbon Maverick. Mm-hmm. He was in Louisville, so the Black and Brown podcast was in Louisville while I was there, <laughs> and they were like, so I, so I was at that uh, concert. I was at uh, Louder, than, Louder life than Life with Trina, so yeah. it was more of a trip for her, and you know, nah, I shouldn't say for her because I enjoy it too, but it was more centered around you know her love of rock and roll, yeah. you know. So we were there for that. I got back the next day. I woke up, or maybe it was late at night on Saturday. And I saw a message from them saying, hey, we have a house here in Louisville, you should come stop by and hang out for a bit. And I was like, oh, fuck, man. <laughs> like any other weekend, I would have been all over it. And, um, and no then I think, he was, I think he was there with them, um, Black Bourbon Maverick, and he saw my post about the Target and went and got one for himself <laughs> at a different Target. It was a completely different Target, because I bought the last two at my Target. So he went to another Target
0: and found one too, and he and he gave us a shout out for uh, for him getting one. That's cool. When I got mine, it was pure luck. Um, I just happened to go to one of the liquor stores here, and they just put it out that day. I used to go there on Fridays. Um, Banks is navigating the yeah the tree or the forest of wires here. He looked like one of those people walking through like the laser beams, like yeah. robbing a bank. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he made it through unscathed, so he did all right. Although he could have just gone around the table, but whatever. Um. So uh (laughs) he is so stinking funny. Like what this stuff isn't normally here. What's going on? (laughs) Sniffing it. (laughs) I'm gonna sniff this HDMI cable. There's some weird buzzing coming out of it. (laughs) Um, but no, that was uh, that was a fun episode with Jackie. I I wish we had more time. And like you said, I I wish it was a little like I think if we do multiples with her, she'll probably, you know, start to get to know us a little more and open up some more. But um but it was I mean we tried to keep it as professional as possible too, just because, you know, we had Questions and we've never had her on the show. We wanted to make sure some things got answered. So, well, yeah. um gosh, man, this president's choice. I want to, I want to <laughs> keep drinking it. But I also want you to go back there and have that nulu with me, the toast. Oh, I do want to taste that. And then nulu. that JJ Bowman, if you want to drink that yeah. too. So many things to taste. So let's go ahead and sign off here, so that you can have time to do that, so you can get home. Damn, that last drink was the best one.
0: It always is, isn't it? Fuck, That's that where they get good. you. <laughs>
2: And I think so I finally got a, little bit of, I think I got a little bit of banana on that last Oh, did you? A little bit.
0: Damn, that last one was so good. Like, it got better with every drink. It did. Gosh, that is so good.
2: We're going to have to have, uh, like, Jeff and Tyler over and drink into that. Yeah, well, maybe
0: not Tyler, because he didn't want me to get it. <laughs>
2: no. We'll have just, to have Jeff just, and Tyler over one night. And just pull up the message
0: and, like, print it out and, like, set it set in his it chair. And be like, oh, you wanted we, one? We never mind. We pour for everyone yeah. else.
2: Here's <laughs> yours. You can have some 100.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, the finish one, that is good. It is, isn't it? As it, it just kind of, like, resonates yeah. there. and So, kind of bittersweet,
2: because I've got maybe a swallow left of that uh, Warehouse K117. I'm going to call that a hunt. I'm going to call this President's Choice a hunt. I mean. Agree. These are so good. Um, I, it doesn't help that we love the Old Forester uh, Mash Bill, and, and basically all the different expressions they have of, you know, Old Forester. So, I, you know, this is almost like candy in a, you know, or kids in a candy shop or whatever you want to call <laughs> it. So, it's like outstanding to us. We're getting these special releases <clears throat> of stuff that we already like. So, pretty cool for us. Um, but they're both definitely hunts for me. They're hunts for everyone. Yeah. If you see it, pick it up. Yeah, for sure. I, and If you like Old Forester, you will like these. I, I promise you that. If you don't, send them to me. I'll send you my address. <laughs> so, uh, thanks for joining in, guys, for another episode. Uh, you can find me at DudePool on Instagram. You can find us as the Bourbon Hunters on Instagram. Uh, Brett Paul, Bryan on Instagram. And peoples underscore schnoz uh it's just a z schnoz schnoz. uh it's a picture of a nose so if you (laughs) if you look it up it's a picture of a nose you know that uh that is uh the right one um but thanks for joining us in guys uh give us some feedback let us know what you're drinking uh reach out to us on instagram reach out to us uh leaving some reviews on the uh podcast sites that you listen on Uh, but thanks for joining in again we'll see you next week